All right, so today I thought I would talk about what it means to recognize when someone wants you to share. So I think we can take a look at all the different things of what it means to share and what it means to have the opportunity to share and what it means to really see when it's appropriate to share, when someone wants to find out something deeper about you or really anything about you. So sharing is one of those things that's greatly underestimated. It's greatly misunderstood by its surface appearance. And this is something that members of (laughs) any sort of therapy group discovers, right? If you do a men's group or a women's group or a cancer group or Alcoholics Anonymous or any sort of group therapy really that involves an element of sharing, you will discover this. This is really the the essence of those therapies and what they are designed to bring you to. It's It's sharing. It is that moment of being allowed to express yourself, which goes hand in hand in so many ways with discovering yourself, with realigning yourself, with Well, cleaning yourself up, for want of a better way to speak about it. So, what happens in a group like Alcoholics Anonymous? Basically, you sit down and you talk about yourself. People talk about their feelings. And this is basically initiated when the therapist or the facilitator or whoever says, would you like to share something? Would you like to say something about yourself? And that invitation, that is a call. That is a calling out to say, yes, exert yourself. Well, not not really so much exert yourself, but not really even exonerate yourself or Yeah, the word the word escapes me. It's to it's not even to declare yourself, right? A declaration of yes, this is me, here I come. It's sort of something something more, right? It's more open, it's more a, a more wide range of what it could mean to share. What what it means to share is really, well, it's up to you, right? It's anything. And that's not necessarily a declaration of your newfound wisdom or power or confidence or anything like that. And on on the contrary, a lot of the time in the therapy groups, it's a declaration of weakness. It's a declaration of hurt. It's a declaration of trauma, betrayal, suffering, regret, and all the dark things. And the reason it's so powerful to share those things is because it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable to normally talk about those things. Things get said in therapy that don't otherwise ever get said. It's all the things that get left unsaid. And of course, this does take a kind of awareness unto itself, right? You have to have a certain openness and a certain trust, and it takes time to build that trust. And really, that's exactly what hearing the call to share is, heeding the call to share is. Because a lot of the time people will ask about you and 
you'll bring in, well, what it is that you feel you can share and you can't share and what sort of level of depth or heaviness you can go into. And of course, it's a process, right? It is something that (laughs) you do have to sense and go back and forth with. It is a a two-way thing, right? Like if someone comes up and says, well, how are you going? Which is a call to share in and of itself. And you're like, ah, well, my dog died today. It's like, whoa, okay, that's a bit heavy. That's a bit serious. Something like that. Or my my child, my child, ah, I remember this now. One lady came up to me and she started talking to me about how her child died. And I was like, oh, that's really heavy. And she, she was a complete stranger too, right? And I think in that situation, you know, what's happening there is a lot of people are yearning to have that call. They're wanting to have the call to share. And the lesson in here is, well, to allow that for yourself, to actually send that call out to the world, to not just recognize it for yourself when someone wants to share, hear about you and for allowing you to share, but also to be that person. Right, and I can see that <laughs> we're we're getting dangerously close to a real, uh, a real spiritual cliche, a real religious cliche, which is something like, "Next time you want a miracle, be a miracle." Right, <laughs> something like that, some sort of version of that. Right, next time you want to share, allow someone else to share, and the power in sharing is in its own world, it's in its own place. Because if you come from another world, if you come from the outside and you come in, you can actually see it in a whole different light, which is not so understanding, right? Like if you walked into an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting or a men's group halfway through and you were just like, oh, geez, there's all these men crying, they're all hugging, They're all talking about how sad it is that their dog died. It's just like, damn, toughen up. What's wrong with them? This is terrible, right? And in that, it's like, well, you've come from another world. You haven't gone through the process of coming into that environment, building rapport, understanding the depth of it. And of course, you miss the point. You completely miss the point. Because when you are in that world, when you do go through the process, when you do see it and you are feeling it, then it's very powerful, right? The feeling of power is what you get. The feeling of opening, the feeling of realization, the feeling of joy of witnessing someone else's realization, someone else's coming out of pain. And that power, that feeling... That's a world apart from thinking, ah, you know, what's wrong with these big crybabies? They should, they should toughen up. <laughs> and really, just like we were speaking about before with hearing the call to collaborate, which is a call that comes from the world, well, this is just the same as the call to share. The call to share your story. The call to share your talents. 
the call to share your ideas, the call to share your love. These are the things that life is calling forth in you. And sharing means just putting it out as it is and not expecting a response or a reaction. One of the things that you'll learn in a men's group or a therapy group is you don't react to someone else's therapy. You don't react to someone else's sharing. You just let them say it and they've said it and we've heard it. That's it. And anyone can say what they want and we just let them say it. It's not an argument. It's not a back and forth. And really, a response or an assumption or an analysis or anything like that is just noise that drowns out the call to share. <laughs> this is the, the... I mean, I wish there was a stronger word than noise. Like, I mean noise in... It's most annoying sense. It's most pathological. It's most broken, disruptive, chaotic, unclear, tainted. I mean, what what word is more strong than noise? I can't think of it right now. Like like a band that's playing out of tune and really loud and really just sucks, right? There's nothing worse than bad music. It's noise. Noise pollution, maybe. I can't. Th- I can't think of a word right now that's 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 stronger than noise. Because noise, even of itself, can be quite interesting in a way. <laughs> so, that's really what I mean by the baggage that we bring. Right? We bring noise to a relationship with someone. A relationship to what it is that they're expressing, to what it is that they're sharing. And that noise taints the whole process. This is why people feel they can't share, because they sense that you're not going to accept it. They sense that you're going to judge it, or you're going to have some sort of assumption about it, or you're going to have some sort of reaction or some sort of feeling. And we do need awareness processes, therapies, practice, consciousness techniques to help us learn these things. Because when you start sharing, when you are actually allowed to share, there is all the pain, there is all the hurt, there is all the things that in many ways we should cringe at. (laughs) We should go, oh, don't say that, don't be like that, be happy. But that is part of a process. That is an uncoming. That is an undoing. That is a flow of feelings and thoughts and ideas about yourself that comes undone. It runs its course. Because eventually you do realize, you know, ah, I'm sort of over it. You can't talk about your betrayal forever. Like, do you really want to go on and on about the same story? Do you really want to have the same feelings, the same ideas? And of course, there's a lot of power in being witnessed. There's a lot of power in having someone accept your sharing. 
It's really together that human beings become conscious. It's not alone. Because when you're alone, there is always the chance that you will just go around and around in circles. You will just have the same ideas about yourself, the same memories, the same feelings. Of course, it's not guaranteed. I mean, many, many people have come out of their, their hang-ups by themselves. There is great power in that. And for the majority of the time, that's what I encourage. <laughs> but there is also something even more deep about actually realizing, no, someone is listening to you. Someone is accepting what you're saying. Someone is having a different feeling. Someone is, in a sense, not being affected by something that affected you so much. And there is this old saying of, don't cast pearls before swine, which is don't share your insight, your wisdom, your ideas to someone who's not going to receive it. And there is something in that. I can understand that. (laughs) I've definitely related personally to that many times in the past. But there is also the other side of it, which is cast the pearls before the swine. Share it to anyone. Share it to everyone. Give it out to the world. Hang those speakers high. And just let it flow because so much that is good within us flows more the more we share it. Like love, insight, wisdom, excitement. And that is, well, a kind of counter-response to the call to share, which is to realize, well, you should share anyway. Really just speak your mind. That's all it comes down to. Just speak your mind. Just say what you're really thinking. Say what you're really feeling. What's the truth of the matter? What is your authentic take on the situation? That's really all this comes down to. So that's a little bit about sharing and it's my hope for everyone that they would get to experience the magnificent connection that occurs when the sharing process unfolds. To be able to say what you really are to someone and to have them accept it, that is a a tremendously beautiful thing. And to be that person for someone else who can say what they really are and for you to hear it and for you to hold it in your heart, that that is a priceless human experience. That is a, a glorious moment. And, of course, these moments don't have to be isolated, right? We can have more and more of these moments and we can have 
deeper and deeper relationships. This is how we build relationships. This is how we build meaningful connections with one another. This is how we actually see what we are and what is going on. And that feeling of really connecting with another human being, that's something else. That's that's something that is just... Yeah, I wouldn't trade anything in the world for it. It really is the the core of the matter in an absolute existential sense. So this is the call to share. And it's our it's our work to learn about it, to be students of it to be open to it. Okay, thanks very much. We will be back with the next episode in our series. This episode has been part of a series, so you can go back and listen to the previous chapters, and there will be one more, I believe. The next one is the last one in the series, part 10. So you can go ahead and check that out. Thanks for following along. And we'll be back soon with more.